0: They're starting to grow meat in the lab. Does that interest you or does that sound revolting? Also, what's the worst food for beards? Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Menu Podcast, which is a food news podcast. It is a a podcast about food that is newsworthy and news that is foodworthy. My name is Dave Huff, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Josh Elkin. Josh, how are what's you? What's up, guys? Dave? How are hey, you today? I'm doing so splendidly well.
1: David, are you ready to jump into a big bowl of delicious food news? <laughs>
0: some delectable food news? Oh boy, I can't wait. We've got some great topics to discuss. Yeah, uh, as always, uh, this is uh, this podcast is streaming live on twitch.tv slash liquor sauce. Uh, you can also see the video on demand at youtube.com slash thejoshelkin, or you can listen with your ear holes at soundcloud.com slash the menu podcast it's also on itunes but i don't really know what the url is so i'm just gonna leave it
1: you could just search the menu yeah, podcast just, on in the itunes store and uh yeah, it should show up yeah.
0: should show up it it and it's free it's all free that's the best part about food news is it's free we don't that charge was you for the it. best part it's not like a newspaper where you have to pay like
1: 69 cents for the newspaper article the heck is a newspaper
0: i know so josh how have you been this past
1: week I've been excellent, Dave. Uh, working hard, a lot of food, a lot of cooking, a lot of consuming. But, uh, but nevertheless, always a good time on Wednesdays when we film this uh, live. So when happy when Wednesday, we film this bro. live.
0: It's a good Wednesday. Actually, it's a miserable Wednesday outside. Terrible weather. I'm glad to be indoors and talking about food so I don't have to pretend that it's nice outside. I hear
1: that. So, so you ready to dive in or what? Yeah, let's dive right into this uh, This here lineup that we got going on. Wendy's so is yeah, savage. Bad. Dude, Wendy's
0: is back in the news, and we're talking about Wendy's again, but this is a good reason for it. Yeah. Wendy's got into a scuffle with Hardee's. <laughs> now, it's important to know that Har- Hardee's, not Harvey's, Harvey's is a Canadian burger chain. Hardee's is the East Coast counterpart to Carl's Jr., which yeah. I didn't know until pretty recently. They got, into a, they got into a good old-fashioned scuffle, and Wendy once again walked away the victor.
1: Yeah, they got into a good old-fashioned, new-fashioned social media battle over a Twitter, over battle. the Um So what happened was, Dave, is... Uh, the internet, um, the internet's a beautiful thing, and mostly because uh, today, this day and age, today, being, uh, you know, these, these fictional uh, characters of Wendy's and Hardee's and other fast food chains actually have people behind them running their social media. So, you know, it's interesting to me because Wendy has become a savage of a person. Right. <laughs> So what happened was is Wendy's has a four for four deal where it's four items for four dollars, four dollars, America. And, um, <laughs> some oh, dude, that's so America, I want so that America. in Canada.
0: I, I kind of wish Canada had that. Go ahead. Continue, please. Sorry.
1: That's, that's a crazy thing. Canada is just so much more expensive but anyways. And so then, so what so some dude hits up Wendy's is like, Wendy's four for four deal, a four for four is a deal. And then someone hits that guy and be like, "Yeah, but Hardy's 4 for 4 is 10 times better." And then Hardy's came in and was like, "Amen to that."
0: It was more of it's less of a like uh it was an opening jab. That's Hardy's yeah. with an opening jab in the boxing match.
1: Yeah, they started it basically. And then and then uh, the the conversation continues to go on. This guy felt at Phelps underscore Ryan was like, "See staff, Hardy's knows. You get a burger, you get a chicken sandwich, a drink, and fries. Four items for four dollars. Way better than Wendy's." Then next dude, J- Joey Stefano, A.K.A. the, the original J-Staff, dude, fifteen,
0: the guy who started this off.
1: Yeah. Was like, okay, well, let's see how At Wendy's feels about that. Which four is, four is better? And then Wendy's comes in.
0: With the right hook.
1: With a right hook. And was like, you know, we usually prefer the original to a knockoff, but hey, you do you. Like, that's Ooh! throwing shots. And then Hardee's
0: with a left hook, but might I add, a little bit of a miss.
1: Yeah, it's like they, they snuffed him. Just because you were first doesn't mean you were the best. And then Wendy's comes in with an uppercut. Uppercut. This is almost this is truthfully this is like the knockout punch. This is this is the knockout punch. Wendy's, tell us who the fourth person to walk on the moon was without googling it. Ooh! Oh! Ow! Oh! Go
0: That's to good. bed. And then they got blocked by Hardees.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then shortly after that Wendy's responds, LOL they blocked us. Like Come on, Hardy's. How are you gonna give up so quickly? And how, how are you, are you gonna, gonna block one of your big competitors? It looks like you're shook. It really does. And, and then, you know, if I'm reading this and then all of a sudden I'm faced with Wendy's on the left and Hardy's on the right, there's no chance I'm going into Hardee's because they obviously can't can't stick up for themselves. You know? Really, really dropping the ball there, Hardy's aka Carl. I, I just Jr. find and,
0: and if you're if you're Hardy or Carl <laughs> and you and you're the one that runs these social media accounts I think that you should have at least done the slightest bit of research on your who your opponent is when you're getting ready to step in the ring with a tough, tough motherfucker like Wendy. Yeah, it's she, really interesting – she Wendy's... will put you in the dirt, and people know this. She's, she's been all over the news, at least the food news lately, Yeah, for cutting people down. Also, nugs for Carter. We talked about it last week. Like, Savage, Wendy hits back with 18 million retweets on that one. You know this is not a lightweight. You know no, this isn't I... just—you you can't just hit with a, just because you're first doesn't mean
1: you're best. I'm sorry. Like, that, way to go, like, playground— First is the worst. Second is the best. <laughs> like, come on, Hardee's. What are you doing? What are, like, I lost total respect for you. But beyond that, Dave, like the person who is running Wendy's social media clearly knows what's up.
0: Needs a raise. That person needs right? a raise, a promotion. If that person isn't already the vice president of social media for Wendy's, that person needs to be made the vice president of social media for Wendy's. Because Seriously? that is an incredible, incredible uh, job, working that account.
1: Fantastic. Yeah, you know what I like. You know what I like about it, Dave. I like that. Like, there's an actual pulse on that social media person. It's not just like a spam account where they're just no. promoting their promotions. No, I like or to believe it's Wendy. I like retweeting. to believe it. Yeah, it is the it
0: is it is the reincarnation, if you will, of Dave Thomas. Almost the spirit of Dave Thomas, uh, channeled through this one individual who runs these accounts. Like he knows what Dave would have done. What Man, would Dave I miss do? Uncle Dave. I miss him a lot. Is it safe to say that Dave Thomas, greatest Dave of all time? Yeah, just think about that. Let that roll around in your brain for a bit. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I'd say
1: David and Goliath is probably the best. No, he was a David. (laughs) Don't ever confuse a
0: David with a Dave. Dave Thomas. You should know. You're, I you're, should know. I
1: mean, sometimes you're Dave, sometimes you're David. Depends on who you talking to. A f-
0: I have a serious identity crisis because on social media I'm David, but anybody that talks to me calls me Dave, and I just don't know what I want to be, because typically Daves are shit, and statistically Davids are heroes. So, and that's the that's real deal stats from history. But that's Dave such Thomas, real talk, by the way, that's why Dave Thomas is the best Dave. Because first of all, it's not really a contest, uh, but second of all. Uh, most Dave's, the bar is really low. You know, is this enough self-deprecation for one podcast? I'm just saying, somebody give this Wendy account a race. Yeah,
1: yeah. Shout out to Wendy's social media accounts. Just like fully, full out recreating the way uh, companies should run social media accounts, you know? At, at least fast food restaurants. By giving it, I think, yes, I think you're right. Social media
0: accounts, by giving it personality. Yeah. By making people feel connected. And, you know, once again... Here we are talking about Wendy's. I want a Wendy's burger, like I... desperately, dude. And I've just, been and just wanting. If we, could, if we could just touch on it, Wendy's versus
1: Hardee's—is it even a competition? Here's the thing: I've had infinitely more Wendy's in my life than Hardee's and Carl's Jr. combined. Actually, I actually, don't. I've really never like had Hardee's. I've
0: only ever had Carl's. I've only ever only... had Carl's. I've never had Hardee's.
1: The last time I had Carl's Jr. was four years ago. And the only reason I did it is because someone handed me a pamph, a booklet of coupons. And I was like, oh, you mean I could take this coupon and go to Carl's Jr. and not even give them money and just give them the coupon and get a guacamole burger? And that's what I did. I got a guacamole burger.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, no, I'm not even down. Honestly, I don't even think it's a competition. I think Wendy's is in like the realm of McDonald's. Uh, you know, Taco Bell, KFC, uh, uh, Burger King, even though I don't like Burger King as much as them, those are the, these are the top dogs. These are the top dogs. Hardee's Carl's Jr. In my opinion, that's second tier. They could that's chill sec- with the
1: Jack in the boxes of the world.
0: That's second tier, uh, fast food restaurant right there. And I'm not down.
1: I just think it's like a league below. Yeah. It's not second yeah. tier. It's just like, it's the, it's the, it's the minors. When well, there you go. Well. There, the,
0: there you are again. Hardee's and Carl's Jr. getting outclassed by Wendy's. Way to go. Outclassed. Outclassed. So moving on to our next topic is another interesting little point of
1: discussion here, Josh. It's uh, related, actually.
0: Oh wait! Before we talk about yeah, before we move on to to the next actual topic, let's just go. Real quick and touch on what happened with regards to uh, our boy Carter from last week. We discussed our yeah. boy Carter, and he, he he threw down the gauntlet trying to get uh, Wendy to give him lifetime supply of chicken nuggets. Actually, it wasn't even a lifetime. It was one-year supply of one chicken year, nuggets. Which like I'm
1: about to give this guy four Gs for a lifetime just to get on the board, you know? Yeah. Well, consider— <laughs>
0: Considering <laughs> he's challenging the the most retweeted tweet of all time, Ellen DeGeneres and her friggin' Oscar tweet there picture selfie. Uh, uh, Carter was invited to be on Ellen, I think, so she could try and murder him. So I think it was, get... <laughs> it, was, it, was it was a ploy. It was a ploy by Ellen
1: to be like, "Yo, look how sick I am."
0: You could get I'm taking the this best kid tweet.
1: And I'm, I'm changing his life. You, what can you get that, the best ladies? tweet
0: ever. See, which, and it's smart. Here's what she did. She invited, Ellen invited Carter onto the show to talk about this, to be like, yo, look at us. We're so sick. We both have one of the most retweeted things ever. And you're very quickly approaching my stats and probably going to surpass it at this rate. I like Ellen walking in and being like, now every single retweet that he gets is shared with me because I had him on my show. It's kind of like. Did. You know when LeBron James like went and joined the super team so they can win?
1: Yeah, it's exactly what it is. <laughs> so wait, did it's, Carter just become a villain? Is he no, bad? El-
0: Ellen's the villain. Ellen's the villain. Yeah, Ellen's been a villain. Ellen's Ellen's the villain and and Carter's really he's getting the short end of the stick here because if if he somehow makes it to the eighteen million retweets, Ellen can turn around and be like, Hey, but you owe me half those nuggets. <laughs>
1: Right, which but would then, be filthy. But then Wendy's went ahead and said that if this does happen, they will donate a hundred thousand dollars to a, a um, like a food uh, charity, which is, I think is pretty cool. On Wendy's, again, Wendy's just dropping the mic, you know. <laughs> Wendy's you know, is the greatest fast food
0: company of all time. You really Wendy's burgers for dinner again.
1: They really are like this. Is just a lesson to all companies out there that have no idea how to run social media. Doesn't matter what your food tastes like. Clearly, it matters how many retweets you can get.
0: (laughs) I would also like to add that this this podcast here is not sponsored by Wendy's in any way. Not yet. Uh, But I'll also say that you know if they wanted to hit us up. Like, we're down to talk about them all the time. Actually, no, they're too smart for that. They know we talk about them anyways. They're never going to give us a cent because they know we're going to keep talking about them because we're such big fanboys. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying.
1: I love Wendy's. Anyways, moving right along. Good luck to Carter. Uh, Right now, just to give you guys all a heads up, his tweet is at 3.2 million retweets, 100,000 away from tying Ellen. I think it's safe to say. This is going to become the most retweeted tweet of all time because Elon's tweet was two or three years ago. So, but he's not even going to
0: come close to the 18 mil because no, that'll never happen. There aren't even that many people on Twitter anymore. No, no. Maybe one at one point there was. If remember it was when Ashton this, Kutcher shot
1: fired, shot fired.
0: Remember when Ashton Kutcher was trying to be the best person at Twitter ever, and he was challenging like I think it was like CNN. It was Ashton Kutcher versus CNN to be the best Twitterer, and he won. But even then, I don't think he could have gotten 18 million retweets, and that was at the peak of Twitter.
1: Yeah, you're right about that. I'm down with Kutcher, by the way. I like him. Yeah,
0: yeah, big fan. Big fan. She'll Always do. have
1: been. Never met him, but I imagine we'd be friends.
0: Yeah, I like to think about the times <laughs> that I haven't shared with Ashton Kutcher. Maybe one day. <laughs> so moving on to IKEA now. This I- IKEA, IKEA has been in the food news before. We've talked about them and their delicious meatballs. <laughs> yep, <laughs> Those Swedish meatballs... And the ice cream cones that they make, the uh, soft serve, if you're chasing your Swedish meatballs with a soft serve, you're doing it right and not even buying furniture. And nowadays, or maybe even coming soon to a neighborhood near you, you don't even need to go shopping or pretend to go shopping for furniture.
1: Which is such a relief because as I've expressed before, and I'm sure you could relate to it, going to Ikea is a very stressful thing, not the act of going there. But once you get into the IKEA it's amazing. labyrinth,
0: it's, amazing. it's
1: extremely hard to get out.
0: Yeah, it's really they try and trap you. And like Yeah. And like even if you don't really want, like I remember I went there once for like a lamp. Big mistake. <laughs> Bad idea. Big man. mistake. You walk out with like six or seven different things, and that's mostly because you have to The way IKEA works is you have to buy your way out of IKEA. You can't it's true. just leave. You can't just leave. <laughs> and the and the light at the end of the tunnel is usually their little IKEA cafe. Well, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? IKEA is taking it to the standalone cafe market. They are going oh, to yeah. join the likes of Wendy's and <laughs> Artie's for a standalone fast food restaurant where they will serve those delicious Swedish meatballs and soft serve ice cream cones all by themselves. Now, the question
1: is like are they going to have – is it going to just be that? Like, first of all, I just want to say an ice cream shop slash meatball store is a sick move. Sick It move. doesn't exist. No, no. Way, way to, like, really change the game. But I like IKEA for the breakfast. So, like, where is that? Is that is it going to be like from five a.m. to three p.m. You'll get breakfast, and from three p.m. to ten p.m. You'll get meatballs and ice cream?
0: No, it's just ice. it's just meatballs. It's meatballs all the time. They serve meatballs. They serve slices of pizza, and they serve slough. soft serve ice cream. That's it. Yeah. And they have fountain soda. Well, I but no, I guess that is the question. Would they end up expanding their menu? I don't think you jump into the restaurant game without somewhat of an intention to change your menu as time goes on because as we all know restaurants they tend to get stale you yep. know that's just yep. that's just the way of things
1: so i mean wonder. but not ikea
0: not but not IKEA. ikea well no but they don't have to you know same thing like costco they don't have to if they don't want to they could stay as is because it's um, classic and because they are they are uh, there's more to the store to begin with so they don't what have to change about, anything. I'm like saying Costco the, and Ikea. like You don't go to Costco and Ikea. I mean, we do because we're sickos. But the majority of the public does not go to Costco for lunch or Ikea for lunch. They go for the, the, uh, the other products that they sell, and then they end up staying for lunch. So as of right now, they don't really think on the regs about changing their menu. But if they were to open a brick-and-mortar restaurant,
1: they would have no choice. Yes, if they did order, if they opened up a brick and morty, they would. They would definitely. They would have, have no, no choice. choice. They have no up. choice, but
0: I, of course I did. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: I just, I didn't want to, I didn't want to address it because it was such a
0: good one. I just wanted to let you have it, but now we're talking about it, so now everybody can go and t- refer to, uh, you know, pop up shops or any new it's new. A and re- it's a brick and morty restaurant.
1: I um. um I have to say, Dave, I I definitely go to places solely for the food. Like, I don't know the last time I went to Costco and And didn't get a hot dog. And go, no, and got something other than a hot dog.
0: Oh, and like you actually went the last time you went to Costco and went shopping. You pay fifty bucks a year so you could have hot dogs. That you don't even need to do that incredible. though. That's the
1: thing. You don't even need to. Oh, right, right. You that
0: sneak helps. in without the membership. I'd like what? to get a little counter going. How many days has it been since Josh has not ordered a hot dog for delivery? Cause we <laughs> challenged you and you haven't you still haven't done it yet. I know. You gotta get on there and order yourself a delivery hot dog from Costco. I know. I and just, you need I, to do it at a really cool event. I'm telling you, you'll be the life of the party if you order everybody's everybody hot dogs for Costco. You're the life of the party.
1: This weekend is the uh, Food Beasts Meat Street Festival. Should I do it you there? Bring your own dogs, dude. Bring your. I we even talked see, about I,
0: it. We even talked about it with Eli. You got to do it.
1: I know. I have to. Um, I have to see if there's a Costco in the area where the festival is because I feel like that's. That's a big, um, a big, uh, whatever It'll be the determining there. factor, of whether What's or not you can turn, get yeah. it,
0: how close are you to the Costco? Please yeah. just make it happen. Mm-hmm. Either way. I mean, I'm interested to see what happens with Ikea. Good for them for trying something. This is like really out of the box. And Ikea very cafes much, uh, is really, you know, I understand that they have the restaurants in their locations, but Ikea is very much like that big blue box that sells furniture. And yeah. they happen to offer you a snack uh, as part of the the whole process, but for the most part, they aren't synonymous with food. I would love to see them become a household name for food. I think that that would be both hilarious and really quite the quite the story. I think it would be really cool. Yeah,
1: good, good on you, IKEA. I'm I'm down. Yeah. I'll try it. I I'll bite. Best no of time.
0: luck. Best of luck, mm-hmm. IKEA. Mm-hmm. That brings us to our next topic, Josh, which is vegetarians and vegans. Is how I have it written out here, but what we really want to talk about is this here study that Food Beast was talking about. Turns out a vast majority of non-meat eaters eventually revert back to eating meat. Does that make you happy or sad?
1: Um, I think I'm a little conflicted because on one hand, I'm happy to take back the community on the other hand, I'm you mad because the now there's less for us. <laughs> there's less for
0: us. Right? I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of torn. Like, My natural instinct has always been to question or attack the integrity of a vegan slash vegetarian. And right. not for any particular reason other than they just do something that's different than what I do. And that's not the right way to look at anything in life. No, no, it's not. A lot of uh, vegans or vegetarians who have always claimed, oh, I'm going to do it for health reasons. I've always thought, I feel like there's ways that you could be healthy while still eating meat. The people that say, I don't want to eat meat because of environmental reasons or the, the uh, poor treatment of animals. I've respected that. That's always been my biggest internal struggle. And I suppose that kind of highlights the fact that I'm not really in a position to criticize people because, uh, about integrity because I've never been willing to forego the eating of meat in order to defend something that I believe, which is the mistreatment of animals being a bad thing. But I can't help but critique people's integrity by seeing that 85 per- or 84% of them reverting back.
1: Now I guess the question here is what are you, what are their intentions originally you know like are they why, doing why it because do of their love the of animals are they doing it because they they feel like they aren't getting the nutrients in the type of meat that they're eating or are they doing it just for a trend and if so any of those reasons why why then just be like you know nah I'm over it I'm out so peace it it says and that is the, that majority okay? of,
0: the majority of the people that switched did it for health reasons and that that wasn't enough to stay vegan or vegetarian.
1: Meaning what? Like they weren't getting the health benefits that they had once thought would or come they, or... or, they did
0: and they just didn't feel like it was enough incentive to want to
1: keep it going. Uh Huh? Incentive meaning what the health benefits is the incentive. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. Like
1: they didn't really, they were never in it for saving the
0: animals or the environment. Which I feel like that's like a big part of it. If you're going to do it, do it for the selfless reason. The environment and and the animals. If you do it for the selfish reason, nothing good ever comes out of being selfish. That's the whole point. They don't call it the gift of taking.
1: Call it the gift of giving. (laughs) (laughs) Gift of giving lives back to people. I mean... I heard a really I heard a really interesting quote about about eating meat yesterday ironically enough and it was if you can't stomach killing an animal or seeing an animal be killed then you shouldn't stomach an animal yeah and I agree with that you know what I mean like if you can't and you know you know my thoughts on this Dave you know the way I feel about killing animals I want to Um <laughs> <laughs> which means Personal, I'm good. Just, just thinking how messed up of a thing that is to
0: say. Be more specific. I'd okay. like to hunt my own meal. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm not not I'm just not like a person. I'm I'm looking to kill some animals. Anybody no. know where I could find some animals to kill? No, you're trying to hunt your own food.
1: Yeah, I I I fully believe that I would be able to hunt an animal and kill it. Which means like <laughs> slice its throat, bleed it, gut it, skin yeah. it. And cook it but and treat it with it.
0: respect treat it with I, respect
1: a hundred percent the days of disrespecting meat for me has is way pat way over it's gone um, it's gone and and it's just an interesting thing because i am not a vegetarian nor a vegan however i love eating vegetarian and vegan food just as much as i love eating regular car- carnivorous food but that's because you
0: appreciate you appreciate food. You, appreci- you won't ever shy away from a meal or a recipe just because it contains certain ingredients or something that isn't the norm for you. And I think I like to think that I feel the same way. Yeah. I won't go out of my way to hunt down a vegan meal. But if somebody was to serve me a vegan meal, which has happened in the past, or I've gone to a vegan restaurant uh, and been suggested something, I'll try it for sure. And oftentimes I enjoy it. But. so I, I I totally respect being vegan and I totally respect the idea um and I and I definitely respect the cuisine I just think if you're gonna do something
1: go all the way yeah I mean I here's the thing I don't want to criticize anyone for the ch- the choices that they make if someone decides that they want to be a vegetarian and then a month later they're like mm, not for me that's cool I get it Right, I guess. I guess it's still them being true to themselves. Yeah, you know. But I don't know, man. It's a really interesting debate because, like, are they just – are those people that are, like, giving up just not – is it just not – It's not for them. They just maybe, like meat too they... much. And I think that's the testament to this
0: whole this whole topic is the fact that meat is, is just awesome.
1: Yeah, you meat know? is it's just awesome. It just – it rules. It rules – I find it very interesting that the stat in this article – shout out to Food Beast again – says that 58% of people who, s- who stated that th- that they were uh, – sorry. The study suggested that health, that health as the only motivator – so just talking about health – to a vegetarian yeah. or vegan wasn't enough, which I find very it's interesting. And I feel like those people maybe just didn't have enough options. They so, like
0: the flavor. They like the taste. They like to enjoy the meat more than they like – the health benefits of being vegan. So right. to the point that you were just about to bring up, sounds to me like they didn't have enough options for vegan food yeah. that really uh, tickled their fancy.
1: Huh. No, the same way. Yeah, the
0: same way. Dude, you know, I made a did.
1: fully. I made a fully vegan, yeah. in and out burger combo, yeah. and I Animal have style. to tell you, it was it was amazing. It was delicious. Yeah. I'm, and I'm once... I once it. Sorry. Sorry, go going no you you first. I made it for my buddy Julian <laughs> who you know and he's yeah. a full vegan and he he's a recent vegan i mean a year ago we were eating chicken wings together but he was loving it so i mean it's really all depends i think geographically i imagine that like in middle america like i don't know a boise oh, idaho boise idaho they have a lot less vegetarian vegan options than let's say southern california does i
0: think you that know, that's probably very correct
1: so i get it what do you, you know, like, what do you do? Is it like, um, if you can't eat something different, if there's like a lack of options, what do you do? You probably revert back to what you're used to. That's something that'll give you more, more life. Like you've done diets before diets where it makes you kind of feel weird in a different way, but then you get past this threshold.
0: Yeah. Threshold you get over the hump.
1: You, kind of, you, you get regulated, right? Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's the situation here. Maybe people I just aren't so. giving it enough of a chance. I don't know. Quitters. Yeah. Quitters. I I never quit in my life. No, you don't quit. You stick with it.
0: That's That's the whole point of life is you never give up. Persistence, perseverance.
1: Perseverance,
0: Dave. Well, that takes us to our next topic, which is very well related because the problem may be solved for us. Now, if you were the kind of person who was a vegetarian or vegan just because you didn't like the flavor, you don't like the texture, meat doesn't sit well with you. I don't think, I think that, you know, then veganism, vegetarianism is for you and don't ever change your ways. But yeah. for those of us that are changing or considering changing or toying with the idea of veganism, vegetarianism, is veganism a real thing? It is is now. that a real word? Uh, if you're toying with not. it on account of the, the environmental benefits or uh, the, 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 uh, the, the, the uh, treatment of animals, mistreatment of animals, well, then guess what? There's a revolution taking place. Options revolution.
1: options are coming to fruition everybody.
0: So lab grown meat is a real thing and (laughs) soon enough 3D printed food is going to be a real thing which let me tell you is maybe to me maybe the most exciting thing technologically Uh, it might be the most exciting the thing I'm, I'm excited for like three technological advancements for human for human beings. The Hyperloop, uh, going to Mars, and 3D printed food. These are the things that I am the most fired up and passionate about in my life right now, technology wise. <laughs> Virtual reality is like a distant fourth, or like augmented reality well, distant fourth. What was that Those first cool. thing you
1: talked about, by the way? What was that loop? The Hyperloop? Yeah, what is that?
0: elon musk's public trans- transportation system it's just ah. gonna change the way it's gonna get you from san francisco to los angeles in 30 minutes that's gonna change that's gonna change everything anyways point is science is making it so that we won't even have to kill animals anymore there will be the people that will want to hunt for sport that will want to be to want that connection to their food and i, I get that but Soon enough, you're just going to be able to grow meat in a lab. In fact, it already is possible. It's just not, uh, you know, like economically viable or 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 ready for the masses yet because it's still very expensive to do. I remember about a year ago, I saw an article or a video rather that was doing the rounds. It was a big presentation. It was a company and a, a doctor in particular that had made a beef, a beef patty from meat cultures that were grown in a lab. And he fried this burger up in a pan And he dressed it like a normal burger, and he ate it, and according to this man, the flavor was exact. Um, Cool, right? Yeah. (laughs) Continue. It was $1,000 for the burger patty at the time. Because the technology was so new and they just haven't really advanced that well yet, you know that as time goes on, that cost is gonna get cheaper. Well, it turns out that it already is. And now there are organizations, lobbying organizations, that are, are, are being developing, uh, that are undertaking the challenge of making lab grown food, 3D printed food, uh, plant based 3D printed food a reality. So that we won't even need. To kill the animals, to mass-produce certain foods, all you'll do is get yourself a little box that goes in your house, and it'll have a little computer on it. You'll press the buttons. You'll be like, pizza. <laughs> and it's <just> going to make <laughs> you a slice of pizza or as many slices of pizza as you want. And you're going to put fuel into it like you would put ink in a printer, and you'll have burgers. You'll have pepperoni pizzas. You'll have whatever your favorite food is. Now, I'm simplifying it, and I'm definitely making it sound like, uh, you know, it's already there. It is not. The technology is not there yet, but it's starting to happen. How do you feel about it, Josh?
1: I think it's really, really interesting. I think that with all new things, there will be an extreme learning curve. Without Most doubt. Of, yeah. Mentally, um, to get past the fact that this is basically a test tube animal, I'm okay with it. Personal. But it's
0: not. No, no, no. It's not a real animal. It's not. A, it's there's no life. There's no life. No, there. I know.
1: No, I know. I mean, it's I not get like that. we're
0: making like a clone and we're killing it. It's not like we're making. This is this is just the meat. You like you're getting like if you want the beef, you want a ground beef. You're getting ground beef. I'm gonna yeah. show a picture of it for the people show, that are watching. Show a picture of that. It's really really we're cool. Basically, a picture the
1: picture the is a beacon it's like a little beacon no what what is no, it? a little ramekin plastic no. <laughs> uh test tube science what do you call other. this stupid science thing
0: and uh, it, petri looks dish. Like it's, a petri it looks like it looks like
1: right and it looks like the, like a culture dish like a culture test petri dish, dish. Right? It's, it's, it's called a petri petri dish yes that too and it looks exactly like ground meat ground beef ground beef on the inside of it meat and meat and beef together is meef by the way and I would eat um, that. I would totally eat that too. The best part about this, Dave, is that you would actually just be able to take it right out of there and it's already molded into a It's already
0: and made in a patty because it's in a petri dish. It's already
1: a little puck, ready That's to be a genius. patty. Do you even think that they knew that? They definitely didn't even know that. No, when but they you, would
0: that. Wanna, you would want to you would want to take this out and you would want to season it a little bit, probably, right? Probably. 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 I think it's a brilliant th- – I think that this is like – it's crazy to me. It's crazy to me because people have always complained, and rightly so, about the mistreatment of animals, how much the beef industry, how much methane is a byproduct, all of the farmlands that are being converted into beef and cattle feed, and, and how much is being spent on trying to just sustain this industry. Uh, and then how they're treated, they're, they're, the way they're herded around and, 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 and murdered <laughs> – Meat is is murder and I've always been okay with it. I've always been okay (laughs) with it. But if I was given the option to have meat minus the murder, I mean shit.
1: That's cool, man. No, I get it. I get it. And if people are worried
0: about like the flavor, they're worried about like, oh well, it's never it's never gonna taste as good because it never had a soul or 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 it didn't shed tears when you killed it. Like, you're going to be able to season the meat. You're going to be able to do whatever you need to do to make it as delicious of a burger as you normally make it.
1: Yeah. I think. Yeah. See, what, what happens to all those, like, farmers and all the people that actually, like, farm meat? And what about, like, fresh, not-caged well, the, and that, animals and, like, organic yeah. meats? Are the, yeah. Is that whole industry going to be evaporated? Or by the time this gets to uh, production, are those things already going to be done? And we're More, gonna I can be tell you what I'd some- hope.
0: Yeah. I'd hope that those organic freshly grown or the you know the the really specific um, uh, companies or, or 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 vendors of these products they mm-hmm. will cater to the people who are still looking to get their hands on on the original product, mm-hmm. and that's fine um but I would think that the major meat industries are gonna be the the largest obstacle to overcome in terms of making this widespread, making lab or th- lab grown meat, 3d printed food products, making them um, widespread is it's going to be hard because of regulations and whatever else that these industries are going to lobby for. Because if there's one thing we know about corporations, they are damn good at lobbying, lobbering? lobbying to protect their interests.
1: The best thing one of these lobbyists could do is get in front of it, and start developing it on them, like themselves. That's the yeah. best thing they could do. Yeah. You know, can't beat them, join them. That's what I say. Yeah. Unless it's really bad, then just don't join them. Then just, you gotta beat them. But this isn't that bad. This is good for the environment. It's good for everybody. I think,
0: I think this is good for the environment. I think this yeah. is good for everybody.
1: I would have to. I, I think this is brilliant.
0: And honestly, this is the final point I wanna say I can't wait to try it. I, I cannot agree. wait to see what this is all about.
1: Totally agree with that. Like totally now, please. Like
0: now. Hook me up now. I want a 3D printer in my house that I can walk up to and be like, "Like, yeah, like cheeseburger. Now.
1: Well, I mean, chicken, have, you seen, have you ever seen a 3D printer in action? Now.
0: Yes, I have. It's crazy. It takes time. It takes time. It takes, time. It takes time, but it'll get there. Think about the original, like, actual printers for your computer. Like, Dot Matrix used to take a long-ass time for it to uh, print out a really bad-looking piece of paper. But now think of where we've come.
1: You know what's crazy lasers, about bro, Dot Matrix? Lasers. What's the Matrix sounds way more futuristic than it is.
0: Oh, absolutely!
1: <laughs> you
0: add the word "matrix" into anything. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's true.
0: Um, but I would take—I would take a burger matrix
1: machine. <laughs> burger matrix like
0: printer. I would definitely. Just Beef to matrix correct printer. you for a second, yeah. Dave,
1: I believe yeah. that the that um, they the three D pizza maker is already a thing for real.
0: No, I know it is. They exist. It all exists. It's just not – there's not enough people making them. The parts aren't cheap enough. The materials to produce the pizza, like the ink, essentially the printer ink, is not cheap enough yet for us to have them in, the, in our homes. Mm. Like just for everybody like, to have them in our homes.
1: Just like original printers, you know, Dude, or like original computers. Shit was way too expensive. So, they're
0: going to solve world hunger. When everybody can have a printer, a, a food printer, the way everybody can afford a, a, a computer printer – They're going to solve world
1: hunger. That's cool, man. Yeah. HP. Guaranteed they start becoming a food company real soon. (laughs) HP. Hewlett Packard. What was the other one? Lexmark. Lexmark's
0: still a thing. They're still doing it. They kill it. Don't, don't threaten Josh with some good printer trivia. Listen, Josh, you, <laughs> you, you actually are left
1: about printers. I got you.
0: <laughs> you left the printer game before things got exciting. You know what? This might be the opportunity for you to step back into the printer game. Get back in. <laughs> like it's no time like the present. You're 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 a food personality on the internet. You have a food brand, a recognizable food brand. You should tie it back into the printer game. It's time.
1: I, le- I left that, that life behind me. With don't look. You can look back sometimes, <laughs> Josh. You don't always forward. have to
0: be looking for You don't always have to be looking for it. food <laughs> uh, This okay, brings so us to our next is, topic here, folks, which is— Very important. Th- it's not really news. This is like one of the first times we're not really talking about news. It's more just a discussion. We could just have an open discussion here. Um, this is an article that we read on Thrillist. Which is talking about beards and what it's like to eat food with beards.
1: Yeah, and they but dive
0: into they dive into what they think are the worst foods to eat with beards.
1: There's something just noteworthy here. Is it's yeah. it's it's not like what you and I would think about eating with beards. It's according to women what it's like oh. for, for guys to eat food with a beard, which is really interesting because personally, and I'm sure you could you agree with this. Like whatever beard food in the beard, okay. Psh. No big deal. I mean, yeah?
0: it sucks. It definitely sucks. Um, uh, food and the beard definitely is not fun. But I think that it might be more unpleasant for a, a woman because, <laughs> like, if you're assuming, like, the if you're assuming that it's because, like, of getting close to a man, or or. But I mean, you know, for any any couple where one person in the couple has a beard, food could be really troubling.
1: What's your, what's your least favorite thing about eating food with a beard? Uh,
0: what's my least favorite know, thing about eating I food know with what a beard is the beard acting like a bit of a napkin, almost like a bib.
1: Okay. That sucks, definitely. <laughs> well,
0: but there's my, always my... something
1: getting into my beard. I'm so bad at it. I am so, so bad at it. There's two things that I hate about having a beard and eating food. The first thing is I have a very, very sensitive sense of smell. Oh, you're such and, a sensitive guy, Josh. I mean, Dave, come on now. <laughs> but my least favorite thing is, is, is having, let's say, let's say I ate a cheeseburger or something, and then you get like cheese on your beard, and you think you yeah. got the cheese off, but then no, it smells you get like that, cheese for the rest of the you day. You get that
0: burger scent later. Yeah, you got to go wash your face. You got to go wash your give your beard a sc- I Oftentimes after I eat pizza, and so so this is what I wanted to discuss. What are our least favorite things to eat with a beard? And I'll start it off that like I love pizza so, so much. So, so much. But when I have pizza, the cheesy oil drip that is without a doubt getting into my beard 100% of the time will stay with me the rest of the day if I don't wash it. Yeah. And that smell, that like old pizza cheese smell, oil smell is one of the worst. It really is. Like I've caught whiffs of it like an hour later and like physically, like I've become physically ill like fully sick to my stomach, like, oh, I'm like, queasy like I hate, it. like I hate cheese. And this is probably the biggest downside to a beard. You know, remember that article a while back that was talking about how beards are like so much dirtier than people think. They've got like fecal matter and all these other things in it. Like sure. when I think about cheese pizza after with, uh, after eating cheese pizza, I think about my beard after eating cheese pizza. I believe that article. It's entirely yeah. possible.
1: Yeah. As a beard, as a beard, I mean, I, you've had a beard for quite some time, far longer than I have, but as a, as a, I haven't even hit five years with a beard, but (laughs) it's, I agree with that. My second, and I'm sure you can agree with this one is when you get something that's like, let's say wet in your beard, like a sauce of some sort, and then you don't know it's there and it hardens. Yeah. And then you try and get it out, but you're ripping your hair. It's like gum getting stuck in your hair, but it's your beard. It's bad news. That sucks too. That's real sucky. Losing so this a couple beard hairs? Yeah. So this article on Thrillist, which basically talks about uh, – it's it's two big, burly beard bearded men and a, and a woman uh, who talks about what she thinks about food and beards. And they go on to talk about different specific foods that get caught in beards. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the first uh, – okay. So the first uh, – <laughs> <laughs> the first topic that they talk about is powdered donuts and we can stretch that to anything that has, you know, flour or powdered sugar on it. And it yeah. says um they tried you know the little baby powdered donuts. Yep. Right? And then they also tried the the ones with the holes in it, they tried jelly filled ones. Um and they said that their biggest takeaway here is that they need to eat the the donuts more frequently because they're truly exquisite, but they can't because of all that stuff.
0: They uh, said the mustache acts like a Swiffer sweeper, which I can totally understand and relate to. I think a donut, a powdered donut, is worse for the mustache than it is for the beard because there's less falling, but the mustache has no, there's no way to avoid it rubbing across the donut surface.
1: I mean, it depends on how thick your mustache is because personally for me, when I'm eating a donut, it's, it's especially one of those small little hostess ones, that's a one-biter for me. That's going right in. <laughs>
0: I'm getting no, no yeah, miss. No mess. No, no, no. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And so if you're I not one shotting part, those, you gotta rethink your life.
1: That's what I'm saying. So I think this this specific example, it's like you guys are doing it wrong. Sorry. For me, the worst things. Egg yolk. Yeah.
0: Egg yolk just always seems to get stuck in there. And, and like uh, and the hardens. thing about it, Yeah, and hardens. And like the thing is like sometimes I could miss it with the napkin. And, like, it'll be later. It'll be, like, maybe, like, an hour later. And I'll be, like, giving, like, a little scratch of the beard. And I'll be like, what the? Ooh. Oh, what is?" And, like, there's something, yeah. like, really crusty and hard in there. I'm like, what is that? Yeah. And it's egg yolk. It's and terrible. for a moment, yeah. you stop and you think about your life. And you think about what brought you to this point, And you wonder whether or not it's all worth it. And then you realize that it's just egg yolk, so you move on. But for that one moment of complete desperation and sadness, egg yolk gets the best of you. And yeah, the same it really thing does. it's it's very similar without the same uh drippiness or crustiness uh cereal. The milk that milk gets uh, if I have a bowl of cereal 100% of the time milk is getting in the beard.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Getting and it's weird when it gets in there. And then milk on the beard, it's it starts getting sour and it smells Isn't it weird how like
0: milk t- milk touches the beard and it immediately becomes warm?
1: Yeah. That is it's weird. cold in the bowl it's dispersing, dispersing it's cold in the bowl but the minute it touches the beard it gets real I mean, warm anything naturally dirty not dirty that's a wrong wrong word anything naturally messy when it comes to food is never going to lend itself well to having a To beard. a beard no for no. example chicken wings they talk about as well being a very bad beard friendly food right yeah yeah imagine imagine like I'm so. I really want wings right now. Imagine a delicious chicken wing, <laughs> sauced up to perfection. Yeah, yeah, that's ruining your beard. You're eating it. You're already making a mess, and it's gonna get everywhere. Not only are you gonna get sauce caught in your beard, but it's sticky. It's, you're gonna yeah. have little chunks of chicken. Yeah, like no, it's what's not. What's not the not
0: worst? Good. What is the worst thing for you that you get in your beard? What is the thing that gets you the most? Pasta. Pasta. Saucy pasta. 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 Absolutely. Pasta. Especially if you go long noodle, yeah, which Any, I'm, like I'm, even a, I'm, a noodle soup, like a ramen soup, that'll yeah. get you too. Oh, because terrible. the long noodle hits that bottom of the beard, wraps its way like underneath your chin, and brings its way up. It's touching. There's a lot of contact there.
1: Yeah, and There's then a you lot get like you start feeling a drip on your on your on your Adam's apple. You're like, what the yeah. heck is this? You're like, oh, it was the ramen? Yeah, got it. Yeah. Got it.
0: I think one of sure the worst things for me too. is a, a bagel with cream cheese. That'll get me. The cream cheese? Whoo. The seeds on the bagel? The seeds on the bagel getting lost, and the cream cheese just getting... At, like, the cream cheese in the mustache is a real thing. A yeah. very, very real thing.
1: Also hard hardens and gets terribly uncomfortable.
0: But probably, maybe the worst. Maybe the actual worst thing. And I, I just see it... I re, Reading this article now, I, I see this as well. And it made me realize that I, I don't eat enough of this, but... Um, but when I do ice cream in a cone, Mm. that's devastation.
1: It's another milk product that, that just probably doesn't lend itself well to your beard.
0: Milk and cheese products. They are the arch nemesis. Let's say to say that
1: all dairy products are probably terrible for your beard. Arch nemesis of the beard. Pasta is pretty bad too. Pasta sauce. Really just like messy stuff. You know, here's another example on the Thrillist website. It's the corn on the cob. I, corn on I the hate cobs? corn
0: on the cob. I'm so I'm. I don't know why. I despise it. You could make it on the barbecue. You could boil it. You could do whatever you want to try and make your corn on the cob fancy. I don't know why. It ruins me.
1: You don't like a good Mexican elote? <sighs> no. Do you know what that is? No, but uh, no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm assuming it's something related to corn on the cob.
1: Yeah, it's basically a Mexican-style corn on the cob, but it's really, really cool. But this is this is a g- great example. Corn on the cob, beard, no beard. You're making a yeah.
0: crazy yeah, mess. Yeah, you're making a mess. Yeah, you're making a mess. I would be more worried corn on the cob, and I think this is what drives me nuts. It's getting stuck in the teeth. I would be more concerned of corn on the cob getting stuck in the teeth more than I would be the beard. In fact, I would argue that corn is to teeth as dairy products are to beards. <laughs> Fair so enough. Take that and swirl it around. For a little while in your brains. Take
1: that and eat it off a cob. I think that's
0: (laughs) it. I think it's the fair enough, fair to say, safest, safest bet to say that beards and food just, that's the worst part about having a beard is food.
1: Which is really counterproductive to our, both of us. Yeah,
0: because we both Being have a lot to do with lovers. food, and we yeah. both love our beards. Uh, I'll never shave my face again because my face is I, so bad underneath this beard.
1: My girlfriend threatened threatened me threatens me a lot about that. Like about shaving God forbid, your beard. How dare you even think about shaving yeah, your yeah, beard? And you and I, I both mean,
0: were very weird looking people without yeah, our beards.
1: Bare faced Josh and Dave. Not, bad fun, not bad, fun. Bad beard. news. Bad bad news. terrible humans. But anyways, the beard food and – you know, here's the deal, just to sort of recap this. You're right about all the things you said, and I agree with it 90%. But like if it's something easily edible with like a fork or a knife or something like that or handheld like a churro, you're good with it. It's it's really just like messy, handheld – like food like ribs, chicken wings, corn on the cob, stuff like that.
0: Yeah, like if I'm eating a steak with a steak knife and a fork, I'm good. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. But if I'm having a hot dog or a burger, like ketchup mustard, it's going in.
1: Yeah. I mean, and you also, if you, if you have a well-manicured mustache, you should probably be okay. I mean, let's not forget, Dave, butter in the mustache. Is the it's thing. one of the worst. It's one of the worst. Yeah. <laughs> that brings us to our
0: uh, dumb food item of the day. And I yep. kind of want to say that I think that this might be a
1: smart food item of the day. I think it might be brilliant, in fact. I just don't know how well it's going to work in practice, given the fact that we have tried to do things like this in the past. Minus this, that. Is, this is a
0: bag that turns your washing machine into a trendy cooking appliance. It makes your washing machine a sous vide. Wow. And in the recent God, trend uh, of sous
1: vides being so popularized so hot and, right now, and at one point being a very restaurant uh, centric element to cooking is now being available, is now being sold like sous vide machines are being sold for like a yeah, hundred bucks, whereas before so they were right like thousands of dollars. So um, hot. This company, which is called sous la sous
0: la which means under life.
1: Has come out with a bag. It looks yeah. sort of like a like one of those wet dry yeah, dry I believe, wet I
0: believe you it's know? similar to Gore Tex.
1: Gore Tex <laughs> can't go wrong with Gore Tex. And essentially, you uh, pack it. Pack this bag full of food. There's uh, yeah. one for meat. There's one for fish. And there's one for veg. And, and you throw it in the
0: washer and the dryer, and throw- it cooks.
1: <laughs> you throw it in the washing machine. So it says here in sous vide in, in the sous vide the food is cooked in a bath like device at a temperature usually around 50 to 70 degrees Celsius. The same conditions can be found in a washing machine. Uh, providing you just, hot. you just have to set your
0: washing machine to synthetics for a long period of time. And If you're trying to cook vegetables, you set it to cotton for a long, a short duration. <laughs> and it'll Salad, steam your, steam your. <laughs> so you and I can actually weigh in on this pretty well, Josh, because we attempted to cook. Uh, we attempted spaghetti to cook meatballs. spaghetti meatballs in a washer and dryer we did once. and it's not that it didn't work it's just that it's, it didn't work it's mostly that it didn't work <laughs> yeah. but due to movie magic and the fact that it was a reality TV show uh it worked and if you watch the show epic meal empire it was we did it we made uh we made spaghetti and meatballs in the washer and the dryer now Don't forget on about the yep on paper this it always sounded like a really good idea and it really was something that we had even before the show had been toying with for a long time that we wanted to make, uh, because the concept is layers. and you're like, "Yeah, why not? Why can't you boil the noodles in a hot? Why wouldn't it work in a hot washing machine? Why can't you heat the whole thing with the sauce in the dryer afterwards? You get a tumble dry, get a nice mix on those noodles. Unfortunately, it doesn't get hot enough to boil noodles for long enough. but that was also because we were just throwing noodles in a washing machine. You know, and just setting it to go, if we were to have these satchels and we were able to have the temperature rise hot enough and let it go for long enough,
1: seems like it'll work and I mean, it's pretty says cool. it'll work yeah Dave I mean, science says cool. it' will definitely work. I agree with that um we did you know you break you break down cooking by very it's very easily it's like yeah. heat food combined edible so yeah. by using those equations in theory that would work you know household appliances in a zombie made, apocalypse uh, okay we we've we did a lot <laughs> of stuff
0: we made we made a fried egg on an uh, on a hot uh, iron, iron iron on an iron and we made a grilled cheese sandwich with an iron
1: that's something already but what about but, but i'm saying it works, it works.
0: it's cool it works we made mac and cheese with a coffee maker yeah. and that actually worked surprisingly well yeah, so the idea well. of using your regular household appliances as cooking devices is not new i guess it just begs the question do you need to and i, I feel think like it's, the answer it's is
1: no. i think it, you don't necessarily need to you no. don't need to do it but you do need to know how to do it
0: because you're saying because zombie apocalypse, I, I'm not saying that you're Always. wrong. Like, yeah, I guess, I guess.
1: Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I like, do you know how many things, Dave, that I just know how to do that,
0: like no wise. other person
1: knows how to do, and cooking
0: wise, n- that no
1: one needs to know how to do has like, very
0: little practical application.
1: Yeah, but maybe one day, I don't know. Maybe one maybe day. One
0: day. It's true, and it's entirely possible. Yeah. And I may, maybe I kind of look forward to the day where you, we both need to put those resources to use. Yeah. But I just feel like today's not one of those days. I would never Probably. be like, you know what? I don't want to cook this. Uh, I don't know. What did they put in there? What were they putting in there? They're putting like steak and, or like a piece of fish. I'm cook this piece of fish.
1: In the laundry machine.
0: I don't feel like like putting it in the oven. So I'm just going to cook it in the washer. Yeah, or I'll, like I don't think I don't think I'll ever be in a position where I feel like that's that's my life. Like this
1: is what I have to do. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, unless you have like an old washing machine you're about to throw out, and your oven just went <laughs> dead.
0: You yeah, you, you don't mind destroying because that's what happened to the one that we tried to cook spaghetti and meatballs with. It never worked again. It was pretty funny though, but it never worked again. We got exactly. meatballs inside the mechanics of it. It's so stupid. So so stupid. I guess uh, good for you, Sue Levy, for trying to capitalize on uh, the popularity of sous vide these days. And I think it is a funny idea, and I hope you sell a whole bunch of your Gore-Tex satchels. Uh, <laughs> I just can't help but believe that uh, you're not going to.
1: Yeah, I concur with that one, Dave. But but great great thinking. Way, <laughs> to, way to really put it out there. Good on you
0: guys. Hell Yeah. Well, that brings us to the end of this week's episode of the Menu Podcast. Oh boy, did I have a fun time, Josh.
1: Always, man.
0: I'm loving this shit. It was a good one. And we're going to do it every single week until we both can't talk about food anymore, which should be like well into our senior years where we are incapable of uh, normal speech. But so that's a long ways away. That's a lot of episodes to come.
1: Yeah. Once your twins are able to take over for us, that's when we'll stop.
0: Oh yeah. We can just give the the podcast to them. That'll be, we'll just let them host
1: it. And I can't wait we'll make, for you to be like... We'll make money off them. We'll, we'll exploit the kids. That's what you're supposed not, to do, right? No, no, no. no. You don't exploit kids, Dave. <sighs> oh, you right. just make them work for you and benefit from it. Oh, right. Of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah of course. <laughs> Kidding, man. Kidding. But that was fun. That was good. Tune in, If you're listening to this and or watching this, tune in uh, to the Menu Podcast every single week where Dave and I talk about all food-worthy news and news-worthy food, and we I just have a great time with you, Dave. I really do.
0: Remember it's live at twitch.tv slash liquor sauce video on demand. YouTube.com slash the Josh Elkin, soundcloud.com slash the menu podcast for your ear holes. And just go ahead and Google the menu podcast. If you want to listen to it on iTunes or, yeah, you or should no, do that. go to the, go to the, go to the iTunes store and search for it under podcasts. And it's there. It's definitely there. I think
1: it for sure is.
0: Anyways, thanks for listening and we'll see you next week.